Uh, welcome back to Tough Men of Faith. <laughs> you think this is our first time? Yeah, uh, I miss I miss the cue there. Welcome, anyway, Nick. Welcome back, to Tough Men of Faith, uh, episode ten. What are we talking about today? Well, before we get into that, okay, I'm sitting here looking at the table, and you brought us some gum today. Bazooka. Bazooka gum. I found it at a gas station. I haven't had it since I was a kid in Little League. It had so much dust on it. I think it's an original package. Did it really have dust on it? From the nineties, yeah. You could like throw this stuff down on a concrete sidewalk, and I'm pretty sure the sidewalk would break. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's from the I nice. tried to chew a piece. I couldn't. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the comic. Still had the comic. Yeah, the comic was good. We I had like that. We're starting to bring snacks in here. Well, we have some. I brought some uh, turkey links in the here. The snacks are getting healthier. Yeah. We started with Big Debris like three months ago. <laughs> now we got turkey links or turkey sausages. Yeah. And bazooka gum. Yeah. Um, the bazooka is probably not healthy, but. It's healthy. I'm yeah. not going to chew it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to chew it. Bring, uh, we'll have <laughs> a vegetable terrible. tray next week. And, yeah. I mean, it's January, so I mean, this is when you're supposed to eat healthy. By February, we'll be back to a little Deborah's. Yeah, I made, some, uh, I made some New Year's resolutions. And Did you really? I'm a weekend. I'm sticking to them. So. Yeah? Well, two weeks in. Two weeks like in, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Me and the wife are working out. I'm trying to live in balance. We talked about that. We did. Um, I don't know what, four or five weeks ago? Yeah. Talked about living in balance. And so, yeah, we're uh, trying to watch our diets a little okay, bit. Okay, good. Well, trying to watch our diets a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, we quit a few things and started a new thing yeah. or a few things and uh, look at us go. How's the, it's like, what does your workout routine look like for you? Uh, so right now, um, it's just because it's chilly outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I go home at night. I will ride the stationary bicycle about 10 miles. Oh, wow. Um, I don't get anywhere when you ride a stationary bicycle. But, <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> Do you have one of those uh, with the, like the screen where someone's yelling at you to pedal harder? Not or... yet. Um, so we looked at those last night. My sister has one. Yeah. And my brother has one. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know you could link those. Was it Peloton? Peloton, yeah. Yeah, you can link them to your brother or your sister or your friend or whoever else. Yeah. You can see their workouts or work out with them. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of gives you that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Accountability? Yeah, accountability. Yeah, like if you know like, hey, your sister and your brother are going to be on here at yeah, 8 o'clock. Right. You're supposed to be on there. If you're not on there, they're going yeah, they're going to look call at you it up and like, see, hey, where you yeah, at? Yeah, exactly. See that I skipped it or didn't do it. or Yeah. The other part of it is, too, if you're buying an $1,100 stationary bicycle, you better use the stupid thing. That's so. true. And, and use it for more than one. just hanging your clothes on or something. Right, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So. yeah, those they're expensive, but yeah. if it gets you... Yeah, going. so I've been going home and doing that, um, doing squats and lunges. Yeah. I think we talked about that um, on one of the past episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, just trying to do a little more than what I've done in the past. Good. Which is not much. But, but hey, you're sticking with it a couple weeks in? Yeah, a couple weeks in. You've told uh, our podcast audience now, so yeah. like you have a lot of accountability right. to keep going because yeah. come like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll check back in. August, I'll check months, back in. Be like, months, hey, man, you still riding months, that bicycle every night? Yeah. You'd be like, what bicycle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, one we hang sold the garage sale this summer. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm pretty excited about the topic today. We were yep. texting back and forth a couple days ago about what we're going to talk about this week. and uh, Yeah. Are you ready? I, I I find it an interesting topic. I do, too. Um, and, and really, it could be more than one episode, but we need the right guest to bring in sometime, too, about this. But this talking about not letting your past define you. I was thinking of one when I was taking some notes the other day for yeah. this. So anyway, the topic is don't let your past define you. Yeah. And I heard a really interesting speaker last summer, September, October. Okay. I think his name was uh, Howard, and he kind of talked about generational curse. Oh, and yeah. Let me find my notes here real quick. Yeah, so we we brought him in. We did like a men's camp out at my, my family's farm yeah, exactly. for a night, and we brought him down this to talk. Yeah. We'll bring him in on the podcast. We need to. Um, I will make a note of that right now. He is phenomenal. 
we'll bring to him to listen in. to. Um, yeah, but he talked about that generational. I could have conversations just, with that guy for yeah. hours on end, no problem. And yeah. you, I mean, you'd feel better walking away so from the conversation. We are now teasing a podcast that we hope happens. So What's that? We've got to make this happen. Now. Oh, yeah, we're going to make it happen. I'll go talk to him. Okay. I don't know him that well yet, but I'll yeah. talk to him. You have some notes anyway, you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, he, um, he was talking about, you know, kind of generational curse. You know, how a lot of people want to do more, want to do better, want to go in a better direction, but they kind of, they're not living up to standards set forth by God, but they're living up to standards set forth by man. Hmm. I think that when you kind of have, when you try and live your life to standards set by men and not God, um, you kind of fall into that generational curse where things just kind of keep going wrong and yeah. they just always go wrong. And, and then once they go, you can do to change it, they go wrong. And then you just kind of accept like, this is who I am. Yeah, this is normal. I'll always be a failure. Yeah. Things will never go good for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you start to think that that's normal. This is just, it is what it is. And it's like, man, if you just quit making stupid decisions. Yeah. Or I think we look, we look at our past. Like, do you have things in your past? Like when you think about it, it oh, makes yeah. you just cringe. I have lots of those things. <laughs> or, or it's embarrassing, right? Like, yeah. I can't believe I did that. Right. And then you just kind of live like, that's who I am. And maybe you did that several times. Like, that's yeah. just who I'm always going to yeah, be. Maybe you do that for years on end. You yeah. know, but one day something changes and mm-hmm. you, maybe you start to look at, you know, different ways of saying things, doing things, living. It's kind of funny how when you make a change and keep making changes in positive directions, how it just kind of snowballs. It does. I never thought I would be doing anything with, you know, ministry whatsoever. Yeah. That just wasn't me. You know, I look back at my past and I can cringe. I have some cringeworthy, cringeworthy things. There's a reason we didn't start the illustrations today. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> we could both share some, right? Yeah, we could, but um, we don't have to. Then that's, no. That's the best part about Christianity is we don't have to live in the past or dwell in the past. You know, we can uh, we can be forgiven for everything that we've ever done that's even, you know, anything. I mean, that's good. We won't, but we could wrap the podcast up there. Like, you, you, yeah, yeah, we you, can stop You now. don't have to live with the sins from your past. Right. Like, they did not define you. Yep. I've always thought of it like, you are not your past mistakes. And even if others say you are. You're yeah, not. Right. And even if you're the one telling yourself you are, you're not. Yeah. Like you're, you, your past mistakes don't define who you, you have to be. Yep. Now, they do shape you, though, right? Absolutely. Like the mistakes you've made shape you as yeah, a person at, to who you are today. Just look at the perspective that you gain yeah. from making those mistakes. Yeah. But you don't have to dwell on them or right. stay there. Like, right. Exactly. Even for me, it's always like other people will try to push you like, you're always going to be like this, right? Yeah. So, you know, you've said you're going to change. You never change. You said you'd stop doing that. You never stop doing it. And you say that every year. It's a new year. You're going to stop at this and you don't. Yeah. But the truth is as a Christian, like your sins are forgiven and yep. that doesn't have to, that doesn't have to be your future. Your like, past uh, doesn't have to be your future. Like second Corinthians five seventeen. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Yeah. And it's like, man, you start really kind of diving just into that right there. The, the old you, the guy that made those mistakes, the guy that did all the cringeworthy stuff, mm-hmm. that's, he's gone. Um, yeah. He's no more. The other thing about, you know, you think about your past, like we all have it. We all have a past. Yeah. But how do you use that past to encourage, mold, mentor the next generation? Right. Right. So you have some cringeworthy stories. Yeah. But you also know some 18-year-olds that maybe you can save from having those cringeworthy stories. Yeah, exactly. Hey, let me tell direction. you how I screwed this up. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about my past and what I've done. And that's kind of like we talked about Howard earlier. But he kind of shared a bunch of stories like that, too, at that uh, men's retreat that we did, you know, last year. And Mm -hmm. it's like some of the things that he's done or been through, I've currently found myself in or I found myself in in the past. And uh, it's like, wait a minute, you know, let me let me take some advice from another guy that's done this and is still going in the right direction. And maybe I can take something from that. Yeah. As as men, I think there's 
it's it's not right, but there's some things we just have to learn on our own. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but hopefully you do listen to guys and you go a different direction. Yeah. There's things I've learned. Like I've watched some other guys do some really dumb stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Right. Because I see the price they paid because of it. And I've yeah. learned from it. Are you looking at me thing- in my black eye because of the things I say on here about my wife? Well, you know, I was thinking about you. Like I should have learned that the best way to get out of attic is to go down the ladder all the way. Wow. But instead of learning that, I went ahead and uh, – now yeah. I learned. I mean, nothing like at least I went. At least I went feet first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I learned a little bit from you. So I had a new listener this week, a friend of mine that hadn't listened to the podcast before, and he just texts me out of the blue. We haven't been ta- ta- talking, texting anything all day long, and he says, "Kool Aid Man out of the attic." That's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, you listen to the podcast?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if, you, if you're new to the podcast, you go back. You can uh, listen to one of them in season one about Nick jumping headfirst out of his attic and getting several staples in his head. And Great. He's not been the same since. Here we go but... <laughs> he hasn't been the same But you since. learn from the past, right? Yeah, I mean, you learn from other guys um, and, and learn that you don't always have to be that way. When, when, I think it, when I was thinking about this, well, when we were texting, I think I even brought it up to you, yeah. that in Scripture there's a guy named uh, Paul. Yeah. Just an interesting story because he wrote in Philippians 3 – 13, the, the one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. Right. So I love that he says, hey, I'm, I'm forgetting about what lies behind. There's a lot going on in that verse there. But yep. one thing when I think about Paul is that this dude, like he's he's like the rock star Christian, if you would. He wrote a big chunk of the New Testament and, and yep. all these things. But before he became a Christian, he was he was uh, like killing Christians. Yeah, he was killing people, right? So like Stephen, a martyr in the book of Acts, if you, if you read the book of Acts, you see that Stephen gets stoned to death. Or they throw stones at him and kill him. Yeah. Paul was there at the time, and he held coats so that they could throw stones at him. Like he was, he was leading the charge. He beat a guy that was kicking in doors and going in houses and arresting Christians so they could be arrested for being Christians and stoning them and all these awful things. So if you can imagine when Paul becomes a Christian, now these people who have been killed, he was now going to their house as a fellow Christian and hanging out with them, going to church with them and teaching them. Yeah. And so if Talk you think about, about a guy, guy with some cringeworthy stuff, think about his past, like <laughs> right. this, the practical, like, okay, they knew him, like, and they knew his reputation yep. and now he's hanging out with them. And so now he writes something like, Hey, I'm forgetting what lies behind me because I'm straining to, to what lies ahead. And like, right. if Paul can say that, yeah. then what's in my past that God can forgive and I can move forward in a different direction. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of thinking about that too, is, uh, you know, not only don't live in the past, but don't let the past influences around you define you. Yeah. You know, God calls Christians to be different and, uh, we're not supposed to be of this world just in in this world. Yes, yeah, like you're defining you. I love that, that they don't define who you are. They're not your identity. Right. Your identity is wrapped up in, I am who Jesus says I yeah. am. I was thinking I work, seems like I work with a lot of people. I, w- I work with a lot of people um, with and influences, you know, and I try not to let any of those influences kind of influence myself. Yeah. You know, you just can't let all those outside forces control you or control the way you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard the quote this week that said that your life is always moving in the uh, in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Yeah. So what are you thinking about? And the right. Bible talks about that, right? I'm not just saying like, hey, think positive and life's going to go great. <laughs> right. No, you, you think positive, <laughs> but you still may have a car wreck tomorrow. You yeah. think positive, a loved one can still die. You know, so bad things can still happen to right. you, but your life is moving in direction of your strongest thoughts. So yeah. when we're looking at it today of what does your past look like, if I'm just dwelling on, man, I've done some stupid stuff, or I did a lot of stupid stuff today, yep. versus dwelling on, God still loves me. Right. I'm still his child, and he tells me that tomorrow when I wake up, his mercies are new every day. Yeah. So tomorrow's a new day. Yep. Um, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. Hmm. 
I don't think that's all of it. That's all I wrote down. Yeah, there's so. a little bit more there. But yeah, there's probably a little bit more there. But, I mean, you look at the book of Isaiah, yeah, I mean, you, you see that, the, hey, Jesus is coming, and he's coming to forgive you of your sins and yeah. to, to give you a reason to not have to dwell on your past. Because truth is, he's taken that. Yeah, exactly. Right? He's, he's taken, taken And not only does he, you know, he takes our sin on the cross, but he also takes the shame and the right. guilt that comes with it yeah. that we try to hold on to. Yep. It's yeah. amazing. You ever think about that? That we hold on to the shame and the guilt from things that we've already let go, mm. but I guess we haven't fully let them go for holding yeah. on to a few parts of it. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's maybe our pride because we think what other people think of us. Like, yeah. Man, if people find out that I've done this, right. they're not going to respect me. Yeah. But I think what helps me is that, like, well, Jesus knows what I did. Right. And he still loves me. Yeah. And so if, if Nick thinks I'm a dirtbag, who cares what Nick thinks? You know, thinks? That Nick, Nick needs to take that <laughs> That's out. Nick's so, That's Nick's problem. That's Nick's problem. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down just a few, like, practical things. Yeah, what you got? Like, how can I, how can I, like, change in this area? How can I do better? Yeah. One thing I wrote down is just to, like, really meditate on mistakes don't define me. Yeah. Like, to, to really, like, think through what that means. Right. Yeah, That's we all make mistakes. I we mean, all make them. You know, um, don't let that... Don't let that be your defining characteristic yeah. mistakes that you've made, um, yep. especially if you realize it, you yeah. know, and you're trying to move forward and be better. That was kind of leads into my second thing was like mistakes don't define me, but what has happened in my past doesn't have to happen in my future. Right. So even if it's happened multiple times in my yeah. past where I've struggled with this, it doesn't have to be what happens this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. you, can, you can change that. You can be in control of it and you can push forward into a positive direction. Yeah. Which leads into third thing, my, my past, but also remembering my past is important because it's shaping who, who I'm becoming or who I am. Yep. Well, just letting you to remember those mistakes. Mm-hmm. That way, you don't make them again. Hopefully, it helps you helps you grow closer to Jesus, right? Yeah. I mean, you you do something dumb, you're like I shouldn't have done that, but Jesus still loves me, I, right? So yeah, it, it should yep. help in your sanctification. There's a big word for us today. That is a big word, sanctification. Yeah. And then the the last thing I wrote down is that there is forgiveness for whatever I've done. Yep. I just I just need to remind myself of that, and that's true for anyone, right? So if you're still breathing, yeah. God will forgive you no matter what you've done. I think people have trouble grasping that. Yeah, like we see it all. You know, this week is funny. You weren't at church this Sunday, right? This past I, Sunday? I skipped it. You skipped it. All right. I didn't skip it. I just wasn't present. You weren't present. You were yeah. on the online crowd. I was. It was probably 10 minutes before service started, which producer Blake will remember because he was he runs our uh, oversees our live stream here at yeah. the church. And we had a power outage. Like, And it was one of those where like, the lights flickered, and they flickered again, and then they went out for oh, 20, 30 seconds. Ugh. It was long enough where I'm thinking in my mind, I was like, all right. Church going to be late today. We need a contingency plan today. <laughs> But then they, they came back on, and then I heard so many people joking, like, because we had some new people hadn't been to church in a while. It's yeah. New Year. People, oh, some people yeah, set resolutions. Yeah. I'm going to go to church, which is great. Yeah, the church is going to burn down when I walk in. So it's one of those, because it's when most people come into a church, especially <laughs> if you're new, about five to ten minutes before. Yeah. So we had a few people walk in, and immediately the power just goes out everywhere. <laughs> and the building's black. And I'm like, see, I told you I shouldn't have came. Yep. <laughs> I brought that up to say that. I hear stuff like that all the time as a yeah. pastor, and I'm constantly trying to remind people and myself is that there's forgiveness. Whatever I've done, there's forgiveness. Remember, it's like the time I got baptized. We lost all power. <laughs> we in the lost church. all power at the church. <laughs> Should have told you something right then and there. I mean, you know, we not only lost power at the church; the church about burnt down. Yeah, right. right? I mean, we had the fire department like here for electrical fire. Church was going to burn down. We had to move locations, get the horse trough. We had to go buy a horse trough. To I remember. Baptize. We don't yeah. have to. We don't have to relive it all. I, I love it. I know you uh, do. You and uh, you Buddy Larry. You were preaching church on the move. Yeah. And we were actually a church on the move. Yeah, we did. They built a stage for me out of milk crates. Yeah. That was before the milk. That's I bet that's what started that milk crate challenge. Have oh, you seen that? Did. Yeah. Yeah. Because they saw your. Them. They saw that sermon. Huh, look yeah. at you. Truth is, I didn't stand on them because uh, I, I stepped through one of them. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, it broke. 
So I tried to stay off of them. A cheap milk crate did you buy? You weigh a buck twenty soaking wet. Yeah, I weighed a little bit more back then. Okay, got you. <laughs> yeah. So anything else? I mean, that's my big thing is, hey, remember, whatever you've done, it doesn't define who you are. Yeah. Whatever's happened in your past, that doesn't have to be what's going to happen in your future. And whatever's happened in your past is important. Like, don't forget it because it shapes who you are. Yep. And then there's forgiveness for whatever I've done. I like it. And then the, the other thing I would just add that we talked about that to take from this is that how can your past help shape the next generation? Yeah. Like, how can you shape your son or daughter or... Or, and not even the next generation, but friends and people friends, around you. Friends, other people, shape them as well. You know, a lot of people look up to you and you don't even realize it. I, I have people that come to me all the time and say, well, you do this, I'm going to do this. Or you've yeah. done that and I'm going to start doing that. And it's like, oh, wait a second. Um, that didn't work out so well for me. Let yeah. me stop you now. Yeah. Um, I think it, it's also important like to get into a place where you can talk about it. So you take you take your life. Yeah. You didn't grow up reading your Bible every day. I'm just making some assumptions. No, yeah, here. yeah. Go Is ahead. Is that all right if I make a few yeah, assumptions? I'm good with it. Go ahead. You and I grew up differently. Yeah. So when, when people know that I'm in church, they're not surprised. My dad yeah. was a pastor. I got, you know, the yeah. first Sunday I was alive, I was three days old and I was in church and I've never missed a Sunday since. Right. That's my story. Okay. So no one's surprised. Yep. But when they hear you, you're at a church serving in a ministry, leading a podcast, doing some things. Yeah, they're know, wondering what kind of church this is. They're thinking, wait a minute. Yeah. Nick Robertson, right? Yeah. And, and they get to know you, but then what's going to happen in a few years, they don't know your past. So I think it's important for you. You can go to a guy who's 30 right. years old, never stepped foot in the church, be like, no, dude, I've been there. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you, no matter what you've done, you can yeah, still be I, used by God. Exactly. So, And I think that all of us have different... I have a story that I can tell about being in a religious crowd and still yeah. like coming out of that to, to love all people. And so I think our past shape us to who we are. Yep. And so where me, I would say I have some maybe like Pharisee-like tendencies in my past, but how that God brought me through that and forgave me for those. Yeah. Where you may have some other stories, but we both have different people we can minister to mentor, yep. lead. So yeah, I, I think it's an important place to get to where you're helping others with. Yeah, that. I agree. So, have I offended you yet? No, not really. I'm, all you've done is tell the truth. You yeah. Know? And that's, that's not offensive. It's, it's something cool I own. It's a story, yeah, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's something I own and it's something that I'm, you know, constantly daily working to, you know, to move forward and to yeah. push forward, but I'm not letting the past hold me back. I'm no. not letting the things I've done and former, you know, things and transgressions. I'm not, that's not, that's, that, that doesn't weigh me down. It's in the yeah. past and I've been forgiven for it in the end. And, yeah. Uh, that's all that really matters. And we have different people like we can invest in. Like there are right. people who's going to listen to you yeah. that would never listen to me. When I right. tell them like, hey, you should come to church and this is what God's in my life. Yeah. Like, Man, you don't know what I'm talking about. Your dad was a pastor where yeah. you can go to him like, hey, hey man, look, this is what my life looked like. Yeah, and, and it worked for me. It worked for you. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I have friends that won't come to church and I love that they listen to the podcast. Yeah. Because you know, it kind of, it helps us connect in Christianity just in a little, a small level there, you know, yeah. they're just, they might not be interested in coming to church on a Sunday or Wednesday night, but they will listen to this for, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes and get something from yeah. it and really take something away from it. Well, that's what I love about, we don't talk a lot about the villa where we go to church, yeah. but most of our growth is coming. We've, we've grown yeah. incredible growth. Really. Oh, yeah. I mean, in church world, it's been great growth the, the last few years and God's definitely done it because it's guys like you and I here yeah. leading. Um, um, so <laughs> yeah, right. But, but look around too. It's that's the coolest thing is on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night for me to look around. We don't fit the fifties, sixties, seventies. We don't fit our grandparents' church. Yeah. You know, people. When you're looking around at the people that go to the church, we don't fit into that crowd of everybody's dressed up in suit and ties, and you know, everybody's in yeah. their. I mean, it's coming as you are, and it's amazing because there's there's a guy that sits on the front row wears shorts and flip flops, and yeah. you know he got long hair, and there's I mean you got the suit and tie people, and you've got the people you know the yeah. jeans and flannel people, and you know we had Bill on here last week talking about him being a tractor supply company model, yeah. you know, and uh, it's just it's so cool. But I think the hardest part for a lot of people that aren't going to go to a church is just going the first time, yeah, because you never know what you're going to run into. You and, know, uh, I I the love place the place might actually burn down. 
It may. I love that most of our growth though has come from from like your average guy. Yeah. Your average tough guy, if you would, right? Yeah. Who thinks I will never step foot in church, and they have, yep. and now they're here serving and doing things. Right. And they haven't had the change, like they're changing in their spiritual walk. Right. But seeing that you can still be a tough man of faith. Exactly. You can still like doing those things you like doing. Yeah. But you can serve Jesus along the way. Yep. So to me, that's been exciting. And that's why, I mean, that's my heart behind this podcast, right? Is there's yeah. a group of guys out there yep. who think that Christianity has to look a certain way. Right. It's like, like it no, has it's to not, fit the bill. It doesn't have to fit this this mold of right. being like a feminine mold of Christianity. Like right. you can be you can a be guy a tough man. Who, you can like yeah. doing guy things, and exactly. you can still love Jesus, and Jesus can use you just like that to yep. reach other guys. So, yep, I heard I, love uh, it. I heard you say one time that I will stop just short of sin yeah. to get people to follow Christ. Yeah, and uh, when I heard that, I thought about it, and it you know it took me a long time, not a long time, you know, yeah. sixth grade reading reading level. Sure, but uh, yeah, you know, it took me a little while, but once I actually put it together, it's like you know what, that's a guy, that's somebody I can get behind right there yeah. and help push with him. Really cool what he's trying to do. Yep. That's why I'm excited about this podcast. I think this yep. movement's going to grow. I think there's a lot of other guys out there that fit the mold that we're in. Yeah. Um, we need, you know what? We talked about Howard. We need to bring him on. Yeah, we got to get Howard on. We um, bring him on. And then at some point, we got to do some live events where we bring guys in and stuff. Yeah. So big plans for the future. Don't it, let your past define you. Don't let it define you, um, no matter what you've done. Yeah, and don't live in the past. Look yep. forward to tomorrow. You know. Anything else to add tonight? Not tonight. I think we're good tonight. All right. Been good. Check us out on Facebook. Share leave us, it. Leave us a comment. Leave share a comment. It. Share yep. the podcast with somebody. Somebody that doesn't necessarily fit the mold. Yep. Push it. Sounds good. We'll see you guys next week.